All right, so welcome everybody. Good evening. This is Reverend Anna Jones, and we're gathered here tonight for uh, the Archangel Michael uh, Global Transmission and um, doing this as a service. Um, and I'm doing it as a service because I've been asked uh, in meditation um, by the connection and communications that I received from Archangel Michael uh, to do this uh, series of transmissions. Um, really, this series of transmissions began on the summer solstice, uh, which was the 20th of June, uh, but each one completely stands alone and is a completely unique message in and of itself. Um, however, uh, there is obviously some theme that he's working on. I don't always know what that theme is. I'm starting to see maybe a little bit of uh, the theme start to emerge that he may have, but he could also go in a totally different direction uh, this evening. So uh, there's been two of these messages delivered so far, um, even though I didn't formally start the series until last month. Really, the, f the, the full series did begin on the solstice. So both of those uh, previous two messages are currently available on my website as a podcast recording and they're also available on iTunes um, on my podcast recordings that are on there um, and you can go to iTunes or you can go to my website at AnnaJonesOnline.com and you can click on podcasts uh, if you're on my website and click on Celestial Voice Podcast. If you're in iTunes and just um, do a search in iTunes under Celestial Voice Podcast and uh, you'll be able to find that. And there's an app that you can use on your phone to listen to that podcast right there um, on your telephones uh, if you have smartphones or a tablet or something like that that you want to do. And they're also uh, downloadable from iTunes and well, uh, uh, directly to your uh, mobile devices. Uh, and if you download from the um, the podcasts from the website, um, then it's downloadable to your uh, computer and then you can transfer it over to a mobile. So there's those different ways that you'll be able to access the previous recordings. Uh, in fact, what I did, um, again, under uh, intuitive guidance was go ahead and make both of those messages available in the Celestial Voice podcast. Um, I believe it's, if I'm remembering correctly, they're, they're posted up there as episode, I'm not, yeah, different episodes. So I've posted many of their podcast messages just before. So episode 10 and then the most recent one last month, episode 11. So please um, enjoy those messages. I've been getting some wonderful feedback from everyone regarding the last message and uh, how deeply moving it is for so many who have listened to it, myself included. It was deeply moving to channel it and it was deeply moving to also um, listen to it again. Uh, uh, there was uh, such a profound um, emotional um, moving moment uh, in the last transmission uh, in which um, there was a, t a moment in which Archangel Michael literally uh, was weeping for humanity um, and with humanity. So weeping with and weeping for. Uh, and it was, uh, a, like I said, just a really beautiful, uh, deep moving, touching moment. And um, 
I am so uh, grateful to be doing this work. Um, it is uh, truly a pleasure. It is something that I'm always looking forward to. Any opportunity that I have to do these transmissions is an opportunity to be in a deep state of communion with Archangel Michael's energy. And uh, those of you who aren't familiar with my work, I'll do just a very brief uh, introduction here in the beginning. I always do as people are logging on and um, also for brand new people who just will be coming across my work through these uh, transmissions and through uh, the podcast. So um, I'm an interfaith minister. I am um, also a lifelong uh, clairvoyant medium and the type of mediumship work that I specialize in is uh, conscious trance channeling of the angels and the spirit guides and I do this for people one-on-one uh, and have been for 30 years now professionally. In fact, I'm realizing that next month is going to be the 30-year anniversary of uh, doing all of this work professionally. So um, maybe do something special towards the end of the month uh, to celebrate that because I believe it was the end of right around the time of Michael Mass actually, uh, which is September 29th, around the end of September in 1990 that I opened up my first healing center in Columbus, Ohio. And um, it has just been a very long um, special uh, spiritual adventure quest uh, ever since then of uh, the, the the way that my ministry has um, unfolded. In fact, when I first began in 1990, I was not even in our interfaith minister yet. I knew that I was called to do uh, the, the healing work because I began doing laying on of hands healing work at the age of 14. In fact, that's when these messages for other people really started. They just weren't professional at that point. I wasn't doing it uh, where I was dedicating my life uh, to it as I do today. Uh, now I dedicate my life to all the parts of my ministry, uh, the three parts which are the healing part of my ministry, focusing on energy healing especially, but spiritual healing, um, energy healing uh, for body, mind, emotions, and spirit. And um, then the part of my ministry that's about uh, deepening our personal relationship with the divine that I call the sacred heart aspect of my ministry. And then um, the angelic ministry. Uh, So uh, I didn't even know how it was all going to unfold. It's been a magical journey. And I'll maybe say something more about that. Uh, Maybe next time on the 20th of next month, I might do something uh, to also honor that transition. Um, We'll we'll see what I feel called to do um, about that. But uh, it was also in the early 1990s that uh, I began to consciously uh, trans-channel Archangel Michael knowing that's who it was. I have a lifelong connection with Archangel Michael from growing up as a child feeling a very strong presence of him in my life, feeling very strong uh, connection, communion with him um, all throughout my childhood uh, being raised by my great-grandmother who was uh, very devout but yet uh, mystical uh, Roman Catholic and she uh, instilled in me a very um, deep faith and spirituality and connection uh, to the mystical and belief in that connection to the mystical. So between the upbringing with my great-grandmother and instilling that connection and then the experiences that I had in my um, church youth group with the full-on charismatic experience of uh, laying on of hands and doing seeing energy, uh, feeling energy, being able to uh, 
um, you know, really bring through messages uh, for other people, even if they were just short at that time period. Uh, and it's really just evolved uh, from there. So this really is truly my life's work. Um, uh, from as long as I can remember, uh, even before it was uh, professional. So uh, this is uh, uh, something that I have, um, not just as a calling, but a deep heart connection to doing this work, a soul connection to doing this work. And um, I do everything in my power to the best of my ability. It's not always perfect at it, uh, to the best of my ability to follow the guidance that I'm being given. And so this month, this year um, was extraordinary in that I've never been asked to do a series of monthly global transmissions like this up until now. Uh, up until now, I've been asked to do them on the solstices and the equinoxes and um, have done as many of those as I possibly could um, since I think it was around 2010, 2009, something like that when I began doing the solstice and the equinox uh, Archangel Michael Global Transmissions. So um, I'll be guiding everybody through a process um, and asking everybody to participate with me in that process. Um, the process is a very specific process that was given to me years ago. And uh, the reason why I um, never divert off that process is because I was told that um, it would always work as long as I always do it. So um, as long as I keep doing it and keep, always use it, um, that it would always work uh, for making that conscious connection, uh, being able to uh, be that uh, instrument. In fact, the goal is just to um, get myself out of the way. And that's really what I mean by um, conscious trance channeling. I'm in a sleep trance. I'm not a, not a sleep state. It's like it's right before sleep state. So I can do sleep trance channeling. But in the conscious trance channeling, um, I'm in the state right before sleep. Um, so that I'm conscious, I'm awake, I'm aware, I'm listening to what's being said. I'm hearing it at the same time that you're hearing it. But I'm not hearing it and then saying it. That's a clairaudient experience. I do those types of readings as well. And all that information is available on my AnnaJonesOnline.com website. Um, but I am, during this time, I'm hearing it at the same time you're hearing it. Um, but I'm, and I'm trying to get my, the, the goal with it is to get myself out of the, out of the way, out of the process, um, to get the mind into a complete center space, expand my energy out so that the angel's energy can come in. And um, that's uh, exactly what how I can describe it. I can't really describe it in any other way as far as how it works. It's just like expanding my energy out, getting my mind into a very calm, centered, quiet space as if I'm um, just the observer, just the listener, just the witness, like you're uh, participating and you're just observing, um, listening, witnessing. That's what I'm doing with my mind and my thoughts also. And then I'm just uh, allowing my energy to expand out, allowing the angels' energies to come in and to uh, be the instrument and especially the vocal instrument uh, using my voice uh, to speak through the message. However, I call these transmissions 
intentions um, using the process that I've been given. Um, the, the the reason what the angels have described me about this process and why I call them transmissions and not just messages uh, is because uh, during the time that the energy of Archangel Michael is coming through me, uh, he's actually transmitting to the whole planet. He's not just transmitting to me. Um, he is actually transmitting to everyone participating, uh, really making a, a strong, direct um, energetic connection, a strong energetic and energetic transmission that he's sending to you uh, through that connection. And what is also said is that there's activations that he does um, during these transmissions as well. Um, and not always is that even obvious through what he's saying through my voice. Um, it may be obvious more through what you feel. Um, it may be more obvious through uh, any energy sensations that you experience or receive during the time in which you're receiving it. So it may be more obvious to you in other ways, um, or you may not be aware of it at all, um, and it's just light activation uh, that's happening on a very subtle level. But he assures me, in fact, uh, I, I, I was asked specifically to make sure that I put the term light activation in there and didn't leave it out because it's, it's so much shorter if I, if, I, if I leave it out, but I had to put it in the description um, because uh, he wanted the light activation part of it to be known and to make it clear that, uh, that there is a light activation. Um, that he is uh, going to be doing uh, through this transmission that he's sending to the planet and that he's sending to humanity and he's sending to all of us um, and of which I'm just being the instrument for the, the vocal part of that transmission to come through. And he's also told me over the years that um, people who have a very special connection to him are those who are usually called to participate in these transmissions, um, even listening to the recordings of them uh, there's usually somebody that um, he calls you uh, to receive them uh, through some special connection that he has and uh, he's referenced um, there being a basically a large group of his spiritual family members uh, here on earth is one way that he describes it uh, and that one of the terms that he uses for that is this legion of light on earth uh, that he is the archangel over a legion of light of angels and the spiritual world and that he is a um, he has a uh, very large uh, group of us that he is connected with here in the material world uh, that he calls his uh, legion of light uh, here on earth. So um, many of you may have connected to me through my. Archangel Michael and Legion of Light Facebook page, which I also was guided to create in um, 2010, actually, I believe it was. Um, so there's also an anniversary, uh, I believe, coming up for, for that as well. So if that hasn't already happened or passed already, it, actually it did. It was on the, it was in July of this year, so it's actually last month. Um, last month was the anniversary for that page. So many of you may have connected to my work through the Archangel Michael and Legion of Light page, which is dedicated uh, out of all of the work that I do, that page is dedicated to the angel and to uh, the angels, um, not just Archangel Michael, but to the angels and to um, deepening our connection, our awareness, our understanding uh, of them uh, in any way and helping their mission, uh, which is really another reason why I do this uh, as well. And um, this time I'm uh, offering, I always offer these transmissions um, uh, for free. Uh, they're, they're just uh, something that uh, 
uh, is being gifted to you. Uh, if you feel called in any way, shape, or form to um, give something back in return, which is always a wonderful thing because it, there's 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 some things that actually it uh, there are costs and expenses in producing these and producing the podcast, etc. Uh, there's a way to do that on my on my website on the page in which you initially signed up for this uh, series. There's a donation button there. Um, but then I'll let everybody know before we go into the details of the process here uh, that I've also been guided to study these messages more in depth and to facilitate meditations based upon the things that Archangel Michael is teaching and describing um, in these monthly messages on the 20th of every month. So what I've done is I've started a new series called uh, the Archangel Michael Study Group and Meditation Circle that's on the second Tuesday of every month and you can find out information about that on the events page of my website and that study group and meditation circle there is a there's a fee for that um, and it's a monthly or you can do it a whole series of them um, and we we take this message so basically whatever message comes through tonight uh, will be um, sent to my transcriptionist my transcriptionist will transcribe it uh, word for word and um, my husband and I will be editing it and um, then once we get it edited we send it out to everybody usually the day before uh, the study group and the study group again is on the second Tuesday so on the second Tuesday in September there will be a study of whatever this message is and uh, we go through it word for word I share understandings that I may have had um, just help us like focus in on certain things hone in on certain things and then also um, in addition to studying it uh, I write uh, or or lead uh, sometimes it's uh, based on something that he gives a step-by-step -step, like that first message back in um um, I believe it was the solstice. Yeah, the solstice message. You kind of gave a step-by-step -step process, and so I just led uh, meditation. So, uh, or and then last month I, I wrote and designed one based on things that he was uh, teaching and guiding us to do. Uh, so then the Archangel Michael study group in meditation circle is ended with uh, a guided meditation based on the things that he's sharing. So that will be coming up after this um, tonight. So it'll be coming up on the second Tuesday in August, which I don't have that date in front of me. Okay, so back to the process. We're all going to do um, what we're going to do, um, how we're going to do it. So part of the process, uh, before I get into these formal steps, is that I was instructed to never um, never approach uh, or begin or facilitate these, uh, these transmissions without uh, questions, uh, to approach the angels with questions. Uh, the word the question is quest I on and it uh, tells the angels really what you're what we're seeking what we're wanting to know what we're wanting their help with and there's a way in which the questions also gives them permission so actually that's another thing that people who are members of the Archangel Michael and Legion of Light I'm sorry Archangel Michael study group and meditation circle um, they are uh, welcome to email me uh, questions I'm not taking questions from the general public via email but the Members of the study group are welcome to email me questions. And if some of you who are in that study group are participating today, I didn't receive any questions from anybody. If you sent them, I didn't get them. So uh, my apologies for not 
reading any of them or sharing any of them. Uh, so I've actually come up with some of my, my own questions. I don't have very many, um, but at least a couple. That's the whole point. The whole point is like to at least, even if it's just one question, to approach humbly working with these very amazing beings of light and love, which is what the angels really are. They're amazing, incredible beings of the spiritual world that are beings of pure love and beings of pure light and to approach them um, humbly with a question or more. So um, since I didn't receive any from the study group participants, I have um, a few questions of my own, um, basically just trying to come up with some that are on my heart um, tonight because so far in the last two messages um, and a whole series of messages that I channeled from um, a year or a year and a half ago, there's been a lot of messages that Archangel Michael has been bringing through on the subject of the heart. And so I wanted to just uh, speak from my heart, let the questions come from my heart and um, also from my heart, uh, ask him for, um, you know, for help. And, uh, you know, it, I think it's so important that we be reaching out and asking the angels for um, their help and their assistance and their guidance. And of course, Archangel Michael is also uh, a profound healer. He's a profound teacher, in addition to being known uh, worldwide as being a protector. So if any of those things ring true, true for you, you can always uh, be sure that you're reaching out to him tonight and at any other point in time um, going forward. And, and if you don't do so already, many of you may already, uh, to ask him for his help. Um, tonight I'm really doing that from my heart and um, asking for his intercession, um, you know, really from my heart, because he's been, he's been guiding us the last two messages to see through the eyes of the heart. It was the one on the solstice of June, so June, uh, June 20th, so that was 6-20-2020. He's chosen the 20th for a reason. Um, don't, still don't know what that reason is. That's one of my questions, actually. What is that reason? Uh, so the 6-20-2020 message theme that he uh, spoke on and uh, transmitted through was on the subject of seeing through the eyes of the heart. And then on 7-20-2020, his theme was listening with your heart and um, uh, that's the one that was that deeply moving uh, very heart touching um, message that uh, that he gave so this is 8 20 2020 and uh, so I thought well he's been trying to get us to see and listen with the heart see with the heart listen with the heart so what is my feeling in my heart uh, tonight uh, about asking about and what I'm feeling about asking about is intuitive feeling actually is um, you know is is feeling with the heart where he wants to go next if so uh, what does he have to share with us about that? Um, what are the you know insights that he wants to give us um, uh, for our intuitive feeling and our ability to not just feel? Because uh, the last time he described in the last message, um, he described uh, the heart, and he always does, as not being just an emotional center where we feel emotions, but also really 
feeling, uh, deep intuitive feelings, feeling energy, feeling uh, love, feeling the force, the presence of the divine, like feeling beyond that. So he was describing that being possible in the last message. So I really uh, feel <laughs> in my heart uh, to ask him if that's what he wants to speak about next. If so, um, please do. And please, you know, let us know any information that he wants to tell us about how to um, keep our heart open because that's the subject of my book that I'm working on uh, of messages from him, keeping the heart open to um, all, all circumstances and in and under all circumstances. That's, just, that's the theme of the book I'm working on from this previous series of messages uh, and, and feel um, really what we're meant to be feeling emotionally, how we're meant to process what we're feeling emotionally, and then feeling deeper beneath uh, into what he was describing of being able to really feel with the heart beneath that. So any further definition description. Also, um, I'm very familiar being an intuitive, um, a dominant intuitive and professional intuitive, uh, dominant in my personality type, even uh, intuitive is what I mean by that. And then also professionally working with that. Um, I'm very aware that um, the very sensitive intuitive feelers, myself included, are empaths. And I feel that today, um, today's day and age, uh, the world we're living in right now is uh, always hard uh, in, in any given time for uh, people who are highly sensitive intuitive feelers. And um, those who are the most sensitive intuitive feelers are not just empathic, but are empaths. They're empathic uh, to a very high degree to a point where uh, it, it is a, um, a, a fully developed gift in them. We all have the ability to feel intuitively, but it's a fully developed gift at the empathic level, even if it's unconscious. Um, in fact, there's lots of empaths who are empaths who don't know that that's even who they are. It's an unconscious development. Uh, Developed gift uh, in them. Um, we all have the capability for empathy. Uh, we all have the ability for that. We don't always use it. We don't always um, express it. We don't always uh, know it, but uh, everyone has the ability for that. But not everybody is um, as sensitive and as uh, developed with that intuitive feeling gift as the um, as the empaths are. So I would like to ask a question also, not just about intuitive feeling and how to feel into our hearts and through our hearts, but also ask the question specifically about empaths. And um, there's probably many who have signed up for this series of uh, transmissions or this transmission tonight, uh, people who may not even know they're, 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 they're developed as an empath. Um, and if there's any special message for um, how to use that, uh, that, that gift or any special message for empaths. Um, and just in general, um, because I am working on this book and it does seem to be uh, a theme in my life even right now, um, keeping anything else that he wants to say on the subject of keeping the heart open at all times and under all circumstances, um, I'm welcome to. I feel like I am, I'm needing to do that right now. Um, I am in Sonoma, California right now and uh, during this transmission, uh, the, um, the situation here is very precarious on the ground. 
with um, an enormous number of wildfires in the Northern California area. Um, not only is California leading in uh, the number of cases right now well, with the uh, coronavirus and the, the pandemic and um, having uh, lots of difficulty still and things still being very um, much at stage one with where we're at in that reopening process and uh, or some would say a shutdown process whichever you want to call it but then on top of that there's now due to lightning strikes um, over the last few days uh, been and due to the droughts here uh, there's um, now uh, I think it's over 300 uh, wildfires in Northern California and um, of those ones in Northern California there's eight here in the San Francisco Bay Area and of those I live in the North Bay there's three in the North Bay and there's um, one that is about mm, 35 minutes something like that from my house right now uh, 35 minutes like drive time for maybe 45 minutes drive time but it's less than that as the crow flies uh, we're not in any kind of evacuation zone or anything at the at the moment we're basically being uh told to just be on on watch uh wait to see what happens with the winds and uh things like that and of course the fire would have to get a lot closer before we would evacuate but i have uh, people that i know who have um there's another one to our north about an hour to our north where um we have friends who have had to uh evacuate because actually there's two up there that are getting ready to merge so there's the three that are basically within an, uh, 45 minutes to an hour uh, from uh, my home here in Sonoma. So uh, under those kind of uh, circumstances, it's always very intense as it is. In fact, I thought, you know, I, I didn't even know if I was even going to be able to do this. Um, and I just kept feeling like, no, this is very, very important um, because keeping my heart uh, open and doing the service is very important to me, but it's also very healing and transformative to me. Each one of these messages and transmissions, I actually learn things from. I'm I'm healed. I'm transformed. Uh, I I experience uh, the the protection of the energy of the the grace and and mercy uh, that that comes from um, just being able to be that service and be that instrument. So I feel like um, I needed it right now for even that reason, and then the additional personal reason that I'll share with all of you because um, I know many of you do know me who sign up for these calls and I am always open to um, any prayers uh, being sent is that my um, my husband is also uh, in the hospital right now. I had to take him in yesterday uh, for some sort of unknown infection. It's a, a, a mystery infection that's causing him to um, have fevers and so they're working uh, to do multiple different tests, observe him, etc., to um, try and find out what the, what that is. Luckily, he has tested, uh, been tested for COVID, uh, and he's put negative on that. So it's not that, but it is. <coughs> excuse me, something else. So. I have these three, <laughs> the, the, these three very large things. I, I often feel in my life I'm being tested and challenged to, um, you know, okay, how open can you stay? You know, it's like, how open can you be and how open can you stay? Um, and I'm definitely feeling that very much today. Um, in fact, I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it, but I can't be at the hospital anyway. They won't let me be at the hospital because of the protocols. They have to um, keep the hospital safe as much as 
possible, keep the patients there safe as much as possible so there's no visitors allowed, which I totally understand. It's just, again, something that's very hard to keep your heart open in all of these kind of uh, circumstances. So um, I'm definitely feeling that uh, this uh, this message today is, um, uh, you know, my heart is into asking what else do we need to do or how else, you know, do, to keep the heart open, um, even under the most intense of times, even under the most intense of circumstances, uh, the biggest challenges, uh, things, things like that in our life that we can face. And then I'd like to ask him again from my heart, what's coming out since I didn't get any question submissions. Um, I would also like to ask Archangel Michael about healing the earth in general, um, because, uh, it is so, uh, obvious to me. It was obvious to me everywhere I've ever lived, um, how out of balance the earth is. And he's spoken about this before. Uh, he, at one point in time, years, I don't know how years, but I don't remember exactly when the last time was we spoke about it, but, um, I do know he's mentioned it in my book, and I think that might have been initially when he brought it up, the book that I published back in uh, the, the, the year 2003, um, which is called The Teachings of Archangel Michael. That book's still available and out there on Amazon. Uh, he mentions being able to use our consciousness to have an influence over the elements, not control the elements, but be in a communion and a communication with them so that we're co-creating with the elements. He just mentions that briefly there, and there's been periodically times where he's mentioned that as well. And I guess because of my circumstances, because of just how many things I see um, happening in the world with the earth itself being out of balance, whether it's floods or hurricanes or, you know, um, hurricane force winds sweeping through Iowa, you know, you know, extreme winds, extreme water, extreme fire, you know, earthquakes, etc., you know, the volcanic eruptions, the things that we see, you know, just out of balance in our planet right now. I'm really curious if he could say something further about how we can align our consciousness to work with those elements um, and bring those elements into alignment in us, which I know is very different than the other questions that I ask, but that's what's on my heart, that's what's on my mind, and that's what comes to me as far as the questions to put out there. So... That's what I'm asking. And um, so then the rest of the process, so those are the questions. Um, and so then the rest of the process is uh, very specific and I'll guide you through it. And it's always best if you participate again, because you're going to get the most out of it if you participate. Don't just listen, but actually participate. Go along with me through the process as you're being guided to do. Um, you can take notes later because you're all having given access to the podcast. So really just let yourself experience, receive, um, you know, be able to, to go as deep as you're meant uh, and can possibly go. In fact, that's what um, he says is the, the best, the most advantageous, best way to receive these transmissions is to um, just go through this guided process and go into a deep, uh, relaxed, meditative state with me and receive it fully with the way you're ready to receive it, not just, again, the words coming from me, but really anything he's transmitting directly to you to receive that. And um, I'll guide us through that process. So the first, uh, it's basically four things done in five steps. So the um, 
the first thing is also um, the thing we do last, which is why it's four things done in five steps. So basically praising, asking, thanking, and receiving, and then back to praising again. Um, think of it as a circle um, with like a clock, like praising up at 12 o'clock. Um, and then we kind of go around the circle. So praising, asking, thanking, receiving, and then back to praising again. Um, and so what we're going to do for the praise chant is um, a chant that they've um, given to me for invocation purposes. Uh, it's a chant that um, de definitely does not originate from me. It's just uh, actually based in the ancient he Hebrew language. Um, and it's Mikael, 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 which is a, a pronunciation of Archangel Michael's name. There's many different pronunciations in different languages. So Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. Um, and remember when we're saying chanting Mikhail, 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 in fact, the, the, I'll be singing it, chanting it, and then um, the, the guidance is for you to either out loud or silently do that with me, right? So do the whole invocation praise chant with me. Um, and so as we're doing the praise chant, remember that we're not only invoking Archangel Michael, but we are invoking the presence of the divine. We're invoking the divine love. We're invoking the divine light. Um, we are, you know, and this is how I, I'll, I'll, this, 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 this chant is how I also know for certain that it's the divine love and divine light that's coming in um, because we're literally invoking through these um, names of God and through these divine names um, of, of these Hebrew names for God. So, uh, and, and Michael's name literally means he who is like unto God. Um, so he who is like God or he who is like unto God. And so that last name El that's in there is another ancient Hebrew name for God. So even Michael's name, Mikael, all the different translations have that L in there, which is an ancient Hebrew name for God. So we're invoking the presence of God that Michael carries even. So we're not just invoking the Archangel Michael, we're invoking the presence of God that Michael embodies and that he is that he carries and he's meant to use. Um, and then Adonai, which is a Hebrew name for God, Elohim, which is a Hebrew name for God, which is a plural. When you look at um, the, the gender of it, it's actually not masculine or feminine as God plural. And um, it includes masculine, feminine, and plural. So the angels will say that that includes all of them, that they are part and parcel of God's expansion, God's emanation. Um, and they are part and parcel of the Elohim of God. Uh, so Adonai, Elohim, and then Adonai Eloheinu, and then Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. So that's the praise chant we'll use. I'll actually be singing it out loud. I sing it and I repeat it several times. Um, and again, it's best if you sing it, chant it um, along with me uh, out loud if you can. And if not, just doing it silently is fine as well. Um, but the more that you um, participate, uh, the better the experience is. Uh, and, and really, what is praise? So uh, this is not... A about um, praise is not about ego. It's not about boasting somebody up or boosting boasting about someone. It's not what true spiritual praise is and sacred praise is. Um, praise is really an expression of love. It's a it's a it's a communion of love, an expression of love. And um, like for example, you know when you really love someone and you're praising them, it's it's it doesn't come from an ego place. It's and it's not to boost their ego. It's really to um, to en engage that love, communicate in that love commune with them and that love and that loving exchange. So the more we're able to do that praise chant and really feel it in our hearts and, 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 and connect in our hearts when we're doing it, uh, the stronger that connection will be. 
and then I'll guide us through through the so then from praising to asking, thanking, and receiving. So once we get into the asking, I'll guide us through very specific uh, step by step uh, invocation of Archangel Michael. Only that part will be in English, and we'll call in the divine light again and the divine love again, and uh, we'll, we'll establish our uh, links and connections to each other in a circle of light, um, and we'll invite in that full transmission to come during that asking part and then I'll guide us straight from that there won't be any talking in between I'm just going to take you right through I'm just explaining it to you right now um, in case for all those of you who have never gone through this with me um, and then we're going to go straight into the, the thanking which is the gratitude prayers and I'll guide you to um, send out your own personal sign you could do it in silence because you're all muted we're not going to hear you I'm not going to hear you you could also do these prayers out loud if you want um, but you do want to take the opportunity to um, send out uh, your your prayers of gratitude in the way that I'm going to be guiding you to do so. And then there is the receiving part. Um, So then from thanking into receiving. And at that point, I'll be guiding you to just relax, quiet yourself, meditate, uh, go into a listening meditation. Even if your meditation is just listening to my voice, that's fine. Uh, But the more relaxed you're able to become and just open yourself to receive. Again, he can be connecting with you personally during that time period, not just the words that are coming through, but some energetic connection he may be trying to make with you. And it's during that time, though, that the vocal vocal part of the transmission of the message does come through my voice. It's my voice, um, and sometimes it changes, sometimes it softens, um, doesn't change dramatically. Sometimes it'll soften, sometimes it'll be a little louder, sometimes it'll be um, a little lower, just little slight changes to it, but it'll be my voice, but it'll be his message and his energy that's uh, coming through the voice. Um, And then once it's finished, uh, it's usually clear, he'll say goodbye somehow, or he'll just go silent. And I like to, um, before finishing up with praise, I like to throw a little gratitude in there at the end because I'm feeling it so strongly. Um, And uh, I will um, be throwing that gratitude in at the end and then I'll bring us up with the praise and at the end the praise will be much shorter in fact we'll just finish it come full circle with just Adonai Elohim just by itself so the praise chant at the end will just be Adonai Elohim um, just by itself okay and then we'll be finished um and uh, bring us fully up out of the meditation. As I'm coming up out of the trance state, the first thing I like to share with you is was if there is something that I saw visual-wise, if there's some other thing that came along with it. Sometimes there's a whole other track of the message. Sometimes, sometimes there's a whole other knowing that I have, or maybe there's just something that stood out. So I'll share uh, whatever it is um, right as I'm first coming up out of that um, at the end there with you, and we'll be finished for the night. Okay, so let's make ourselves comfortable. Uh, we're going to begin now with the 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 step-by-step process and I'm going to drink a drink of water while you guys are all getting yourselves comfortable okay so I want you to get in a relaxed position if you're really tired and you're concerned that you might fall asleep you might want to sit up for it Um, because people do report to me that they go really deep during these meditations. And we're going to, first thing we're going to do is close our eyes. And we're going to begin by taking some long, slow, deep breaths.
And now I'm gonna take us through the steps of the process. So first the praise chant. I'll start and you can join in with me in any way that feels right to you. So the next step is I want you to all join me in silently or out loud. Now calling upon divine love and divine light in whatever way feels right to you. Just calling in that presence and power of divine love and divine light. And let's ask to be protected and connected through divine love and divine light. Let's all ask to be protected and connected 
with each other in a circle of love and a circle of light that extends beyond us individually into our collective oneness a circle of one love and of one light that we're joined in no matter where we are around the world and that we unite our light in that circle and that we open to receive all the light transmission and all the message transmission that is meant to come through today specifically from the Archangel Michael and then let's silently or out loud each in your own way specifically call upon Archangel Michael by name ask for Archangel Michael's presence to be in this circle of light to be with us individually and collectively ask Archangel Michael to hear the questions and concerns that I have verbalized here today on all of our behalf to hear and respond to what's been expressed from my heart and to what's needed for all of our hearts and for all of us collectively at this time And silently, let's give him, Archangel Michael permission to speak freely to us anything that he feels is for our highest good to know right now, even if it hasn't been asked here today, just any subject, any theme, any message that he has, it's for our highest good. And then we're moving into the thanking. So right now, let's first begin by thanking Archangel Michael for the role that he plays in protecting us and guiding us and directing us in so many ways, known and unknown to us, as for all that he is and all that he does in our own lives personally, as well as for all of us gathered here and for all of us on the planet, for all of humanity. We'll just give him thanks for that. Send out that gratitude. Really let ourselves be filled with gratitude for Archangel Michael and express that outward. And then we'll send out our gratitude prayer directly to the Divine and just give out prayers of gratitude for whatever it is that you're thankful for with all the blessing of life and the blessings in life um, that we're grateful for and thankful for to send out those gratitude prayers directly to the divine for all of our blessings.
And now we're going to move into the receiving. So we're going to just deepen our breathing and let yourself relax even more now, relaxing into a quiet, meditative, listening state. Really opening yourself up to receive the message, the full transmission, the full energy activation that Archangel Michael wants to send directly to you and to all of us. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation until the next words will be the message transmission coming through. There is an ancient prayer that I pray for humanity and that I pray for you all now. That you be led from the unreal to the real. from darkness to the light and into immortality to the knowing, the knowledge, awareness of your immortality, your eternality. And I pray this prayer for humanity and I pray this prayer for all of you at this time. A time that indeed is challenging all of you. Even those who do not know that that is what is being asked. It's challenging all of you, asking all of you to be present to your heart, in your heart. 
So yes, I do choose to continue in this all-important subject. of teaching you, helping you, guiding you to know the eternal heart, the immortal heart that never stops beating, that never stops existing. It is I, the Archangel Michael, that chooses to transmit this light activation, this heart activation from my heart to yours. From my soul to yours. the eternal heart. Once you know the eternal heart, the heart of your soul that always is and always will be, then everything in your world and in your reality and everything that you have to do and everything that you have to face becomes lighter and lighter. It is never easy living a human life as an eternal soul in the material world. But the effortless flow of your spirit and of your soul can move more freely the more that you are present to it, centered in it living from it being true being true to your immortal heart which in its essence is being true to your soul, in its essence is being true to your true self, your true nature. I have spoken before through this channel and I will speak again today about nature. third dimension, the nature of it is to be a portal. It is a portal dimension that opens you up and through which all other dimensions and all other realms can be accessed. This is why it is special. This is why it is sacred. This is why all of you have chosen to come here, to be here. This is why it cannot be left out. It cannot be skipped out. 
It cannot be left behind. It cannot be judged or condemned. It cannot be escaped from in the spiritual journey. It is something that each one of you specifically sought out. And chose with your free will to come here. This is the nature of the third dimension, to be the portal dimension through which all else can be accessed and a portal dimension for transcendence. Which again does not mean leaving this dimension behind. Everything comes through. It is through It is through the third dimension. It is through the nature of that. And it is through the nature of the natural world. And it is through the nature of your soul. And being true and being in communion in that truth to the nature of your soul and of your heart and of this immortal heart. Being in that true nature that leads to transcendence. Transcendence is not to be practiced as a way of disconnection. If it's practiced that way, then it is disconnection and not transcendence. Ascension, which is another word to be used in reference to transcendence, again is not a leaving or escaping it's an integration transcendence is an integration ascendance is an integration of all that you are of all that you're capable of of all natures in alignment the nature of the third dimension, the nature of the natural world of the earth planet. And the natures that are within the experience that you're having in your incarnation on the earth planet. And as long as you are incarnated in the bodies that you are incarnated in, There are three primary natures. The human body is a member of the animal kingdom of the planet. The human form has an animal nature. But it is unique amongst all others because of the gifts of being a co-creator that have been given to you. Because of the gifts of will, because of the gifts of imagination, the powers of co-creation that have been gifted to you. And when 
you use all that you are gifted with, including all of the spiritual gifts that you're gifted with, then you move more and more into your true human nature. And then there is your higher nature, the nature of your immortal heart, the nature of your immortal soul, which we call your angelic nature. Because even though you are not angels, you are your own unique souls. You all have an angelic nature. The soul has angelic quality in its nature. And so to aspire to your higher nature to respond to those things that authors and poets have described that really call to the higher angels of your nature, that call to the higher angels of your potential and of your probabilities and possibilities individually and collectively. And so I deliver this message today to call to your higher angels. The angelic nature within you, which again does not mean that these other natures cease to exist. For as long as you are in form, they all coexist. They are all intricately intertwined. And because you are not separate from the earth and from all beings on the earth, because you exist and you always have and you always will be, all of us, all beings exist and a web of interconnected oneness with each other. Then there is also within these three aspects of your own nature, the connection, the interconnection and intertwinement that you have with the nature of the earth and of the natural world that is around you. And not just the earth planet, but with the sun and the moon and the stars and the cosmos and all the dimensions of the material world, you are part and parcel of all of that nature. So your nature and all of the aspects of your nature 
are part and parcel of all of the nature of the natural world and realms around you. And it is very important to bring that into harmony and balance and alignment once again. There are so many ways. There's not just one way or a few ways. There's so many ways to be in their harmonic balance between your nature and the nature that is all around you in the world with all beings in the cosmos and beyond. But there does have to be a conscious choice on your part, each one of you, individually and collectively, to choose to become aware of that nature and to choose to be in an integrated synergy with that nature. To synergize and balance your own natures and to choose to be in that integrated synergy consciously not wanting to create or co-create outside of because you really can't but it is amazing how hard each one of you tries and it makes it hard. You experience things being hard when you try and you try and you try to separate and act and do and create and co-create separately even in separating things in your own nature, separating yourselves from each other, separating yourselves. You think that you are doing this, but in actuality you really aren't. You're just doing it in your consciousness, separating yourself from the nature of the elements, the nature of the material world and the energies that you are part and parcel of all around you. You're not separate and it's very, very damaging to each one of you and your mind and your bodies. And it's damaging to the earth and to your ecosystems to think and act and believe and behave as if you are, as if you are separate, as if everything and everything you do can be completely separate. You are not separate, nor can you be separate. You are unique, you are individual, as I've said many, many times, and I will say it for as many times as is needed until it is fully integrated into all human awareness. You are individual, yet you are indivisible. Simultaneously one and 
yet uniquely different and not the same as each other. But that uniqueness, that means that no two are the same and no two experiences are the same, does not mean that you are separate. Your uniqueness, your individuality does not create nor require separateness. Quite the contrary. Even your uniqueness, even your individuality is dependent and interdependent upon the oneness that you share with each other, with the planet, and with all beings everywhere. It is difficult to understand this. There's a part of it that truly is inconceivable. And so you must seek, not just in your mind, to understand this. Because that which is inconceivable to the mind cannot be fully understood in the mind cannot be fully known in the mind. You must seek the knowing of this in your heart. To really know it in your heart, with your heart, through your heart, and to feel it in your heart, with your heart. When you are fully present in your heart and it is open, truly open, and the immortal heart, the eternal heart of your soul shining through it, then yes, that communion, that union of all of your natures takes place and of all of your nature with the natural world and the nature of the natural world around you takes place and you can be in union with the elements. And when you are in union, you can be in communion. And when you are in communion, you can be in communication. And yes, you all have the ability to not just balance the elements within your own bodies, not just balance the elements within your own energy fields and the way that they affect you energetically, but to, yes, communicate with the elements of the earth. And in that communication, which is a very humbling yet empowering experience, be in a co-creation with the elements of the earth.
Your ego, however, cannot be involved. When ego is involved, it is not a co-creation with the elements. In the meantime, until humanity reaches this level of awakening, this level of enlightenment and mastery, you can always humbly, from your hearts, not only pray, asking that the elements be aligned and balanced, through divine intervention, but also humbly from your heart ask the elements themselves to come and to be present focusing on the elements that you need when there is too much fire asking for the waters when there is too much water asking and calling upon the energy of fire and light of the sun when there is too much movement of the earth or earth energy asking for the wind or the water when there is too much air and an imbalance of the air asking and calling upon the earth element just knowing the elements of the earth what their nature is is a very important step towards moving towards the mastery that I speak of the enlightenment that I speak of that again cannot be an ego driven process towards that mastery it all must be done with humility but also with strength and knowing who you are and the sacredness of who you are and doing it from your heart not just from your head This does not mean that always the external elements will respond when asked in such a way, but the internal ones will always. And by bringing your internal elements into alignment, into harmony, into balance, then that can have a ripple effect also outward and especially the more that do that collectively. 
and there's so much that you are co-creating with each other on the collective level you have no idea how powerful that is so when many are praying and this is the power of group prayer and when many are communing and communicating and calling upon and invoking it has a much greater impact and a much more significant manifestation The elements of the earth are out of balance. There is a collective imbalance within humanity. The elements of your own nature, the elements of the earth that are within you, because earth, air, fire, and water, and all of the other elements of the earth are literally inside of you, they are energetically inside of you. But then there is this nature that I speak of. The nature being in alignment with the nature outside of you. The inner nature being in alignment with the outer nature. And this brings me back to speaking about the immortal heart, the eternal heart, the nature of your soul. You have so many gifts that are a part of the nature of your soul. You do have the ability to feel so much energy and move so much energy through your entire energy system, through your entire energy fields, and especially when it becomes fully activated energy fields, and through your entire heart, especially when it becomes fully activated on all of the ways and levels in which it can be fully activated. You have the ability to feel so much more beyond what is just your emotional feeling, but your emotional feeling is so rich and deep that that alone is immense. And that alone can be something that can help you transcend or your emotional feelings can be something that you can experience as a blockage that you can experience emotional blockages 
because of those emotions being so strong. But the emotions themselves and the strengths of them is not what manifests the blockages. It's your reactions to them that determines whether you're able to move with those emotions, move those energies through you as emotions are energy in motion and move with them, through them, and transcend through them into the deeper well of that infinite part and all that can be felt there that all emotions even source from. There is a term, a phrase that is used by many teachers and many teachings. The phrase is called being present, staying present, being present. These are all different ways of saying it. Being present to your emotions is allowing yourself to feel them but not be consumed by them. Allowing those energies to move freely in you and move you in whatever way they are meant to move you. But without being controlled by them, without being consumed by them, without misinterpreting them as being the only things that you are capable of feeling. Or that there's nothing more because there's so much more. There's so much depth to the intuitive feeling within you that goes into that source of all that is, of all feeling, of all that I'm describing to you in this message and that I've described to you in my previous messages. Especially the ones that I've asked to deliver through this series. To see through the heart, to listen with your heart, and to be present and feel the immortal, infinite heart. And practicing any of what I have described regarding seeing or hearing or feeling into, through, and from the eternal heart will help you to advance greatly along this 
the spiritual path. Being present to your emotions, to the emotional heart, is the key for so many of you in order to go further, to go deeper. It doesn't mean not feeling any emotions. It means feeling all of your emotions, really feeling them actually. Because so many of your emotions you have deemed unworthy or undeserving of, or you have deemed that you do not like them or want them. So you're always struggling with them. And you're in a struggle reaction with those emotions, literally trying to keep yourself from feeling them, ignoring them, suppressing them, denying them. There's so much of this that goes on in all of you. And all of those ways that you ignore, suppress, deny, struggle with, fight with, feel that you are unworthy or undeserving of feeling anything that you can feel through your emotional heart and through your entire feeling function, your entire emotional energy body and emotional energy field, all of those ways in which you do any of those things takes an enormous amount of your energy. Ties up so much of your energy that literally there can be emotional loops that play themselves out again and again and again. But the presence of any of what I'm describing here today, the presence of these emotional loops or the presence of the struggling and everything else I've just described is an indicator. They are indicators to be more present to your heart and in your heart, more present to your emotions and in your emotions and with your emotions. There's being present to it, being present in it, and being present with it. Three different functions, three different actions intertwined but important, each one. Let's take grief, for example. Because this is an emotion that you all feel. And it's an emotion that is so powerful and so strong that so many of you 
do many things in order to not feel it. And it is so strong that it is difficult to stay present to it. Mm-hmm. Be present in it. Be present with it. Which in no way, shape, or form means allowing it to consume you. That is not what I am describing. In fact, it is when you are not present in it, with it, and to it, that it consumes you. Or that it blocks you because you are blocking it and resisting it. With everything going on in your world right now and in your lives, it is normal and natural to grieve and to feel great, great empathy. It is important to feel empathy and to be empathetic with each other. How can you see each other? How can you listen to each other with your heart if you are not empathizing with each other? Empathy is naturally there when you are present to your emotions. When someone is present to their emotions, their empathy is natural, it is there, it is just naturally felt. And those who are very sensitive and very heightenedly attuned to the emotional energies and the emotional energy fields are truly empathic to a heightened degree and are the empaths amongst you. But this message is not just for empaths, even though all empaths must heed it even more diligently and dedicatedly. It's for all of you. For every heart within the one heart that you share. To see each other with the eyes of the heart, to listen to each other through the heart, with the heart. Empathize with each other. Allow yourself to feel that empathy. Recognize it in yourself. Recognize it in others. It's not sympathy. Do not confuse the two. 
Empathy is not sympathy. Sympathy is feeling sorry for someone. That is not what I'm describing here. Empathy is feeling with someone. Empathy is feeling what that other person is feeling. And so I was using grief, for example. You all experience the emotion of grief. And you experience every time there is anything in which you feel a sense of loss. Even if something is not truly lost, you will feel a sense of that or a presence of that loss. There are so many ways in which you are all grieving right now just due to the losses and so much that you've lost in your own nature and the nature of the world around you and the nature of the earth. Whether you allow yourselves to feel it or not, it is there. That grief is within you and it must be moved through you because emotions are energy in motion and they must be energies that are moving and that you move through them. They must be healed in order to transcend. With them and through them. To all that you are capable of feeling. As a result and because of your emotions. They are sacred. They don't just, they weren't just created to stand in the way of you breaking through your transcendence to block you. They're an important part of your spiritual journey. But they are just part. Important, sacred part. But just part of what you must feel. And of all that you are to feel. Being present to your grief and to the grief of others. Being able to empathize with that. Allowing that to move through you. Without fighting it or resisting it or struggling with it. Just be with it. And then apply those emotions that are difficult to feel, that are painful to feel. Including emotional pain. 
apply them together, integrate them together with other emotions that are natural healing emotions. But you have to be present to your emotions to do it. You have to be present to your heart, in your heart, with your heart, to do it. Apply love, for example. Love is an emotion, but it is also so much more. You feel it as an emotion, you express it as an emotion, but it is a power, it is a force that is transcendent to your emotions and exists far beyond in so many infinite ways in that immortal, infinite heart and its infinite expansions of that energy. But on the emotional level, it exists as well. And you exist in and feel it in your emotions, and so you can apply love. Apply love to your grief. Apply love to your pain. Apply love to your fear. Like you would apply a healing balm to a wound. Love can be applied as an emotion and as the energy and force of change and healing and of transmutation and transcendence that it is. Apply love to your anxiety. And if you find it difficult to do this, when you can't find in you the ability to apply love, for example, to the pain that has been there from something that has hurt you or someone that has hurt you so much, apply compassion. If you can't apply love or compassion, apply hope. Evoke that emotion, feel that emotion, bring it in, mix it in, intertwine it, synergize it with the hurt, with the pain, with the grief. Like applying a healing balm to a wound. Apply love. And be present to love. And this is important for all of you. But as I said, it is very important for empaths. Because those who are natural empaths, their emotions are so much stronger and amplified. 
but you can't tune them out and you can't block out all of these energies. You have to master. Master your gifts. The way of the heart, which is the way of love, taught by Christ, taught by all of the great spiritual teachers and spiritual masters and all of the great spiritual traditions. Understood that the way of the heart is the way of love. It is the way of mastery. It is the path of mastery. And to your immortal nature. In this journey of mastery I serve to help humanity with. Ask for my help, ask for my assistance on your path of mastery. And I transmit my love and light to all of you now. And activate the light of the true nature through my light transmission now. That's the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message and the transmission, for the Archangel Michael. Let's give thanks. bring it full circle with just the Adonai Elohim praise at the end. So please join me silently or out loud in doing that. Everybody's still muted. Adonai Elohim Adonai Elohim 
Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. And inhale and exhale. We'll slowly bring ourselves up out of the meditation now. And as I'm coming up out of the meditation, I can say that sometimes I feel speechless after these messages, and I'm experiencing that again after this one. I don't have a lot to say. I feel like I need to just deeply, deeply integrate it and go into the silence to integrate it. But I'm grateful, I'll say that, um, because... I'm being given sometimes experiences of what beings described and I feel such a lightness. Um, there was so much light uh, that was being sent into the emotional body and so much light being sent to the planet. So I had some beautiful visuals. There were some beautiful visuals of that and I just feel so much lighter after that. Yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. I don't know what else to say other than I feel also more peaceful and serene. So thank you. Thank you all for participating and receiving and going through this process together and being on this journey together. I'm going to end the recordings now. Say goodbye and go our into our own processing and integrating of the message. There's so many on the call right now. I wouldn't be able to have anybody say anything or ask any questions. That's not possible, really. But um, if you want to work with this further and have the ability to ask questions and working with it further, we will do the study of this message through the Archangel Michael study group on the second Tuesday of next month. So we'll be working with studying it and there'll be the opportunity to ask questions and work with it then. So I'm going to unmute.